This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. Hey, welcome to the Ipswich Community Youth Service Laidback Hour. My name is Andrew and joining me in the studio for the first time is our co-host, the lovely Sarah. We are here from the ICYS Ipswich Community Youth Service Get Set for Work program, which is funded by the Queensland Government under the Skilling Queenslanders for Work initiative. Sarah, we'll take a few minutes to have a chat soon, but are you keen about co-hosting the show? Yeah. Yeah? Pretty keen, yeah. Have you ever done anything like this before? No. No? Right. Uh, you said you're not nervous, so uh, fingers crossed it all goes smoothly, young lady. Uh, great to have you on board, Sarah. We will also be interviewing Tracy Ann from Matchworks Employment Services uh, a little later in the show. Okay, listeners, now it's time to find out about our co-host, Sarah. Thanks for coming on board, young lady. You all keen? Yep. Ready to go? Okay, we're going to ask you some uh, questions. Okay, you're seven weeks into the Get Set for Work Certificate 2 Kitchen Operations course at TAFE. How's it been? Uh, it's been pretty good so far, yeah. Pretty good so far? Yep. At the start um, of the course, has it met your expectations? Um, yeah, it did. Uh, I thought we'd do like more fun stuff rather than working under pressure so much but it was it's pretty fun still it is pretty fun but there's a lot of pressure stuff isn't it a little bit yeah it can be yeah because it's a uh the tafe has a miners right restaurant there so we do cater for them so we do get put under the pressure but you're doing well um is there anything in particular you wanted to gain from the course um have you achieved this yet or still working towards it uh, currently still working towards the barista license. Yep. Uh, I have achieved my RSA. So yes. Yeah, nearly finished the course. Nearly finished the course and counting down, aren't you? Yep. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't like us, Russell. She wants to get out. Okay. Uh, can you see, like, the hospitality industry being a career for you, or do you have other dreams in other areas? Um, I was using it more as a stepping stone to get ready for work and yep. have some income coming in, but uh, I am more interested in going into like an automotive career. So Okay, automotive. Okay, if we've got any uh, employers out there that want a young lady for automotive, let us know. Um, being three days per week for 10 weeks, is that an ideal time for you to learn things in the kitchen or would you rather more days, less days? Um, I think it's just right. I think having a break in between days is quite helpful and yep. less stressful. Yep. And then you um, have about half a day on a Friday to finish up, so it makes it easier. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, you decided school was not right for you. Uh, do you think you made the right decision in leaving um, and doing an adult learning course? Oh, 100%. 100%, I think yeah. School was quite stressful teachers just left things unnoticed um at TAFE there's a lot more support I guess yep um yeah it's a lot easier I feel yeah um so it's something that you've sort of adjusted to quite easy compared to a school environment yeah definitely yeah good stuff you're doing well um Oh, you sort of just answered this a minute ago, I suppose. It, has it been tough for you or did you find it easy sort of going from a school environment into an adult learning facility? Well, I've always 
I guess in my household, been forced to act more adult, so it was pretty easy for me, really. Yeah, okay, okay. Apart from the cheek you give, you do pretty well in there. <laughs> um, would you recommend to other young people who are disengaged or struggling at school to probably do this course? Yeah, it it's a lot easier than school. Um, school just... It's it's uh, it hurts your mental health a lot. I feel like yeah, um, and it can. It, school's yeah. not right for everyone, sort of thing. And even though this is a hospitality cause, it's not about um, you know the hospitality side of things. It's more about just getting you ready for employment, boosting your confidence and stuff like that. Do you think it's sort of helped you that way as well? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's been your favourite part of the course? Um, I guess just having fun in the kitchen, working with other people doing the course and just having fun with the chef. Yep, yep. No, that's cool. That's what it's all about too. Um, How have you found the TAFE chefs and the ICYS staff? Have they been supportive during the class? Oh, Um, the course? Very. Very uh, supportive? Yeah. Yep. Um, Anything negative about uh, Chef Craig or anything like that we can say? (laughs) No. No? Um, he has had his little anger moments, but, you know, uh, with a class that isn't listening sometimes, it's I can understand that. Yeah, and that's it. And that's his job, and his job is to um, get outcomes and success sort of with his food. So, you know, chefs do um, take great pride in their jobs. So, yeah. yeah. But, no, that's good. Okay, listeners, we're going to continue speaking with our co-host, Sarah. Uh, She's done the first segment so far, and we're just about to uh, find out a bit more about her. You all ready, Sarah? Yeah. Okay, pressure's on, young lady. (laughs) Have you ever had a nickname? What is it, and how did you get it? Uh, Well, my uncle actually used to call me Sarah Bear because my name is Sarah, and it just kind of goes. (laughs) It's stuck. Can I call you that tape tomorrow? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All good. No dramas. Aside from uh, necessities, what one thing could you not go a day without? And I'm pretty sure I know this already with you. Um, I'm not sure. I think, I think my friend. Um, yeah, I can't go a day without him. Oh, geez, I was going to say phone, but friends. <laughs> yep, that's good. Could you go without a phone for a day? Um, probably. Oh, okay. That's pretty good, Russell. Good work. Okay, favourite food to cook at home? Um, honestly, I don't really get to cook at home really that much, so the most thing I make the most is like two-minute noodles. Two-minute noodles. <laughs> What's your favourite flavour? Um, oriental. Yeah, okay. Righto, good stuff. Uh, what makes you laugh the most? Um, I'm not sure really. Honestly, anything can make me laugh. Anything? Okay. Yeah. What is your biggest fear? Um, I don't really have, like, a really big fear. I know most people are afraid of, like, heights and spiders and yep. snakes, but I'm not really afraid of any of those. Okay. <laughs> you don't have fear of radio either, Russell, so she's doing really well. Um, if you could choose to do anything for a day, what would it be? Um, honestly, just chill and watch a movie <laughs> with some of my best mates. Yeah, okay. Nice and nice and easy. Yeah. Okay, how would your friends describe you then? Um they would describe me as a pretty nice person, I yep. guess. Um I'm 
fairly nice to most people I meet. Okay. I don't have anything against people unless, like, Just me they and the me, chefs I guess. at yeah. TAFE and stuff. Where you're <laughs> nasty to us at TAFE. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you a clean or messy person? Um, I mean, in my house, I'm pretty messy. I guess everybody is, I guess. But um, outside of my house, I guess, I try to be not as lazy and keep things nice okay, and clean. Okay, that's good. Perfect. What three items would you take with you on a deserted island? Um, honestly, I'm not even sure. I guess I'd just take my phone because that's the only thing that I'd really need. <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't, you don't need food or water or anything like that? You're good? No, you just call for help. <laughs> <laughs> Satellite phones, man. Good, are we? Okay. You know there's no power and stuff like that on deserted islands and stuff. You could be stuck out in the middle of nowhere with no reception. I didn't think about that, but no, never mind. So good. <laughs> young ones, Russell, young ones. Okay. <laughs> if you had a warning label, what would yours say? Um, I'm not sure, I guess. Just don't. Mm, I don't really know if I have a warning label. I guess yeah, just... okay. Nothing Just ticks don't off, annoy right? me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. Righto, the final question. This is from producer Russell. You better get it right. Marvel or DC and why? Uh, Marvel all the way. Marvel all the way? Yeah. Uh, you've made a friend over there in Russell. <laughs> He's very happy camper. What, who's your favourite Marvel character? Um, I think I like Captain America. Captain America? Oh, there you go. You got his nod of approval and the thumbs up. So you've won a friend for life. I mean, DC does have Batman, but I think I prefer Marvel. Uh, okay. See, I'm no good with that sort of thing. The only thing I know is Batman and Robin <laughs> in the DC side of things, and that's it. Um, now we're going to uh, speak to uh, Tracy Ann from Matchworks Employment Services in Ipswich. Um, and what I'm going to do is let our uh, young co-host Sarah um, interview Tracy Ann. You ready, Sarah? Yep. Okay, you fire away. I'll leave it in your hands. Tracy Ann, you are DES Site Manager for Matchworks, Ipswich, Goodner, Bundaberg. Can you explain what your role is? Hi, Sarah. Yes, um, what, what we actually do is I'm a, I lead the team, um, so I help people um, reach their potential, find confidence and purpose to achieving personal and economic independence. So we support businesses with recruitment, uh, build a diverse and inclusive workforce. Um, we're associated with the White Ribbon Association, so we're accredited with them and we support various community groups as well. Um, such as DVAC, Switch Youth Services, Headspace, Drug Arm, Helen's Haven, Kamara, and we offer a lot of in-kind services to a lot of the communities um, within the Ipswich area. Yeah. Mm. Very impressive. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> How long have you been in your current role? I've been in the um, employment provider services now for approximately six years in various uh, different areas of the business so that's really given me quite a good understanding of the of various aspects of employment and lots of different diverse areas um, and different barriers and things with people as well. How long have you been with Matchworks? So with Matchworks I've been with them for just over a year. 
Um, how long has Matchworks been around? Where did it start? And how many people does it employ nationally and locally? Okay. So our parent company is GenU. Um, so that originally um, was two respected organisations um, coming together, which were Carangale and St Lawrence. So Carangale was established in 1952, um, and this was a group of Geelong parents. Um, they formed a, a play group. They had children with disabilities, and these parents wanted to give their children a chance to have a fulfilling lives and to realise their full potential with all their abilities. Um, so then they came together with St Lawrence, which is a community service um, which was established in 1996 uh, after the Brotherhood of St Lawrence. Uh, this was divested its Ge Geelong regional operations. So in 2016, St Lawrence and Carangale came together uh, and then they renamed the company GenU, the two of them together. So Matchworth is part of GenU family and we've been around for around about 20 years. And Matchworks is all about believing everyone deserves the opportunity to work and help helps thousands of people from all backgrounds, ages and abilities to find the right job. Mm. Sounds that's, pretty good. Yeah, that's good. I didn't yeah, realise it'd been yeah. around for so long, Tracy Ann. That's good. Yeah. And the way they, they formed, yeah, a lot of people don't realise that too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's good to get out there actually. Mm. Mm, mm. Uh is it right that Matchworks is community based and not for profit? Yes, that's right. We, we've got a national footprint with over 140 sites across Australia. So community is the heart of where we come from and our mission is to build inclusive communities where all people can achieve what they never thought was possible. So we, we actually help people overcome barriers to work and we support in a tailored way. So it's tailored to each individual and their specific needs. So this year we launched our... Nation Matchworks in the Community Program. So this program um, gives out grants to community organisations um, who support many of our uh, clients that are in, impacted by hardship. So at the moment we're, we're negotiating with, um, I don't know if you've heard of Helen Haven down at Goodner. Um, we're helping, have you heard of them? Yeah, I have, Tracy. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah, so we're helping to sponsor some of their sleeping pods for the homeless and we're assisting with their, their big uh, Christmas party where they're expecting about 800 children yeah. um, to attend. Yeah, so it's, it's a really massive big turnout. So we're wrapping gifts. We're going to be down there on the day, handing out gifts to kids and things like that. So uh, we really support lots of communities and try and put some of our um, profits back into that. So we've got, at the moment, I guess we would probably have or about 27 support organisations across Australia. And they've probably benefited from over 35,000 of funding um, from us. Uh, in Queensland, I think we're at the moment, we're also looking to the Youth Lodge Support Service, YMCA at Bundaberg. Um, I think there's Caboolture Community Care. So because we're a not-for-profit, all the profits that we actually do make we reinvest them to provide support in employment opportunities for people with disabilities, um, accessible homes for young people with disability as well. So it's all actually going back into our clients. Sounds like you're doing something really nice for the community. Yeah, for sure. Oh, thank you. You have to have passion for it, definitely. And uh, yeah. I, I can say hand on heart that our staff are very passionate about what they do and it really does show. 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've seen that already in the last few weeks since I've linked up Tracy Ann. It's good. Yeah, thank you, Andrew. I understand that you're also one of Australia's biggest employment services. How many clients per year does Matchwork support locally and nationally? Okay, so I guess um, we'd be looking at um, nationally this year, uh, approximately 31,000. Wow. Um, yeah, so it's, it's quite a big cohort there. And I would say about 14,500 of those um, have participated in training throughout that year as well. So we help them upskill or reskill in demand industries. Um, so at the moment, um, some of the demand industries we'd be looking at are call centres, hospitality, warehousing, care and cleaning after all the COVID. Um, and we design courses, and this sort of makes us a little bit different to some of the others, I guess. Um, we actually design them to fit the industry. So if an employer comes to us and says, look, we'd really like people who have this particular skill, we'll look at tweaking the courses to match those skills that the employers are acquiring. Um, and in Queensland, I guess we've got about 17 sites across the state. Uh, we're part of the Government Skilling Queenslanders for Work Initiative as well. Oh, yes. Yes. No, perfect. That's good. Um, what supports can Matchwork offer its clients? So it's an inclusive support. So we support people of all ages, backgrounds and circumstances. So it's very specialised employment programs. Like I was saying, we design them specifically for them. People with disability, uh, Indigenous clients. We've got a big um, program coming up in February called Deadly Yakka for our Indigenous clients. Um, and that's going to be held in Brisbane where they get to meet employers. There's dancing, smoking ceremonies and activities going on there. But also we support um, people from various ethnic groups, uh, youth and mature age as well. We help them upskill and reskill, um, look at key training organisations to upskill them, looking for different new industries. And we've also got a health and wellbeing support. So that's our uh, experienced health professionals. So they can do telehealth, uh, face-to-face servicing. Um, we can also do referrals to community support services. We've got a tech mentors, anyone that's having difficulties with technology that can help with them. And then we've got these internal programs that they help with resumes, um, letters, interview skills, goal setting, building confidence. Um, those have been very successful. Mm, geez, that's a big range there, uh, Tracy, and that's huge. It covers everything. It does, yeah, yeah. And we're always open to suggestions. You know, if people come to us and say, look, we re really would like to know how to do this or we're really needing help in this area, um, yeah, we, we look, look, we're happy to receive different suggestions and look and see how we can do that. Perfect. Mm -hmm. What supports can Matchworks offer employers and how do they contact you? So we make recruitment easy and it's no cost to anyone, okay? So we work with small businesses and large businesses and offer pre-employment training programs and bulk recruitment. Um, because we work within government contracts, we can offer wage subsidies. Um, we can help with um, clothing or um, possible licensing for different jobs as well. Um, we also have that ongoing support and post-placement support. So our post-placement support, for those who don't know what that is, it's when you get into a job, 
we don't just say, okay, you're in a job, that's it, and leave you. We, we offer support through that employment journey. So it's, um, it could be a weekly phone call. It could be a fortnightly one, just depending on your need. We can actually go out to the work site as well and just see if you're having any difficulties. And it's contact with the employer as well as the, the job seeker um, to offer that sort of all-round experience. And that doesn't just end after a certain period of time either. So if you, you're a particular person who thinks that you would like to just keep having this support until you feel you don't need it, this is called ongoing support. So we can continue that for an indefinite time until you feel that you're, you're able to um, maintain everything on your own and you don't need it anymore. Um, so, and we also help with workplace modifications. Some people may need a special chair or they're um, in the process of ordering a, a keyboard for someone who's um, partially blind at the moment. Um, and I guess the best way to probably contact us w- would be um, it'd be either myself, Melissa or Marnie. We sort of look after this area here. We do have a, a, a main number, um, but I can leave my the numbers of everyone else with you, Andrew, as well. I think you've got Melissa's number there. I can also give you Marnie's. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, Thanks, Tracy. Yeah. yeah that's Did you good. want me to give you the main number or you just... Yeah? Oh, yeah, just the main number. Yeah. yeah, perfect. Okay, all right. So that's 1300. 13 23 63. Okay, that's great. Thank you. That's really yeah. Cool. yeah. Uh, what sorts of works p- apart from the rest of employment services? I would say it would probably be our connection to community our and our reinvestment of profits to make people's lives better. So through our parent group, um, Genu, we create those supported employment opportunities for people with disability or have been through trauma or difficult situations which may have created mental health issues. It's like I was saying before, we work with um, a lot of DVAC centres, um, people that have been through traumatic situations, yeah. um, any sort of diagnosed condition. So we provide those uh, solutions to barriers um, and accessible homes for young, young people with disabilities. And the community grants as well. And I would say too, our internal training is, is probably different to a lot of the others um, in the marketplace because it's more individualised. We look at the need um, for the employers and the people that are coming through and, and we, we sort of tweak it to suit those needs where generally it's a one-size-fits-all one type of approach but we don't do it that way. And we help them achieve... Um, better health and well-being, um, and makes make a big social impact um, on not just um, creating new jobs and careers and economic independence, but uh, changing their lives. Because as you know, if um, you're unemployed and you get into a job, even with all these other barriers, it can just be a life-changing experience for you. Yeah, yeah. that's that's pretty impressive. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and, and that's what you. you need. You, you need to stand out from the rest, and I, I think uh, by the sounds of it, you're doing that, Tracy Ann. No, oh, thank you, thank you. We try. <laughs> <laughs> what, how much case management can a client expect to get from its Matchworks Employments consultant? So um, we don't have a one size fits all. I guess it really depends on the client's circumstances. Some, need, some people will need quite intensive support to overcome significant barriers. Uh, so they may not be ready for work at the moment. So we're not a quick fix. 
um, we're looking at longevity and the and the ultimate outcome. So if you're not quite ready for work at the moment and you need other things to help you along the way, that's okay. We work through action plans to help you get to where you need to be and support you along the way. Um, but, and some people will just need that low-level support. Um, they may be fairly job-ready, uh, but they just may need a little bit of support on what employer to contact or um, just marketing them to various employers and a little bit of help on their resume. And I, I guess over that six months um, post-placement, um, we look at how people are set, settling into work and then we have those discussions on whether they feel like they'd, they'd like us to keep contact with them um, continually until they decide it's um, they're okay and they don't need it anymore. But it's very individualised. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and yeah. that's sort of I think yeah, in that industry where you you need it just to um, be individualised and not um, you know a set um, you know boundary or anything like that. It's just all about uh, meeting the client's uh, individual needs. Oh gosh, yes, definitely, yeah, definitely yeah. has to be that way. Yeah. yeah, Tracy, uh, Tracy, and I've um, had recent dealings with Melissa in our area. Um, mm -hmm. She's super efficient, jumps onto a referral straight away, which is uh, pretty impressive because a lot of time that doesn't happen. Um, yeah. She's also a local lady wanting the best for her Ipswich clients. Do you see that uh, with Melissa? Oh, definitely. Um, yeah, Melissa is, has been living in the, the local area for a very long time. She's, she's got raising her family here. Um, she's very dedicated to the area. Um, and we also have another couple of ladies that are local as well. Um, Marnie, who looks after Goodner, and she lives in the local area and yep. raising her family in the local area. And then we've got Sarah. She looks after all the post-placement support. Another local in the area and raising a family here as well. So they're, they're all locals that are really okay. dedicated to the area. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, what we might even do um, next year once our TAFE and that starts back is even get the ladies out so we can, uh, you know, meet them and, um, yeah, introduce our sort of uh, current clients and, and new clients and so on to them out there, if that's okay. Yeah, that's a great idea. And then they can just talk about the different things that they do as individuals. So, yeah, yeah no, yeah, really no, good that'd be idea. Yeah, yep. mm. um, How can our listeners, listeners or families make a referral to Matchworks? It's quite an easy process and our, our staff can help you with that. Um, so it, I guess it's a matter of just either contacting us and uh, Andrew has our contact details um, and we can go through the process to see if they're eligible uh, and then we can actually help them through the process of um, what we need to do to get them linked in with us. Uh, we've also, they could visit our website, have a little look on our website. Uh, I believe there may be a contact form they can fill in there. And we've also got that main number that I gave to you before, um, which will actually patch you through to whichever area you're required to go to. Yeah, for sure. Hey, and like I said a minute ago, uh, Melissa, I gave her a couple of referrals the other weekend. She made contact. Um, I suppose because she had uh, the time then and there like within 15 minutes and made appointments so um, yeah. oh, I know the um, clients and their families were you know very sort of um, happy with Melissa's sort of just hands-on support straight away yeah she's, she's very much like that and she's very passionate and loves her job that's for sure she really wants to make a difference in the community yeah you definitely can see that yeah it's yeah, great yeah. 
Hi, Tracy. Um, I was just wondering, what's your favourite way to spend a day off? Okay, I guess, look, I really enjoy spending time with my family. Um, I have four children of my own. They're grown now, uh, but I really like to spend time with them, go out for breakfasts and lunches, um, that type of thing, and spending time with friends. I quite enjoy cooking and getting them all over and preparing a big meal for them. I like to get out into nature as well. We're so fortunate in Brisbane. We've got all that lovely sunshine and there's just so many things for us to get out and do, I think, in Brisbane and Ipswich area. So I like to enjoy that as well. Yeah, that sounds lovely. Um, What type of music are you into? So um, lots of different genres, actually. So I I don't mind listening to classical music, but I actually enjoy Eminem as well. Um, Nick Cave, Dire Straits, U2. Just depends what mood I'm in, I guess. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. Uh, What was the best vacation you ever took and why? I have travelled a little bit out of Australia, uh, but I guess um, the most recent trip I did, which I really, really enjoyed, was um, I have relatives in Tasmania and my partner and I, we went down there and we did um, a trip around in one of the the big camper vans uh, for 12 days, right the way around Tasmania and visited Port Arthur um, and some of the the national parks and that down there. So that, that was a really amazing experience because I really enjoy the historical part of it as well. Mm, I think that's on my bucket list too, actually. And like you said, in one of those um, Winnebago's or camper vans, yeah, I'd be happy yeah. with that. It's great. You could just stop off at the side of the road and you can have your cup of coffee, have something to eat and just look at the beautiful scenery. It was amazing because they have amazing scenery down there. Yeah, I've heard that. So, yeah, I'm keen to mm. get there. Yeah. Um, since you liked that vacation so much, um, where's the next place on your travel bucket list and why? Well, I guess it's um, with all the COVID situation, it's really made you sort of look at our own country and all the benefits of Australia. So we're, we're really interested in getting out to some of the regional parts of Australia um, and really exploring. And we're really interested in history after that visit to Tasmania. And I, I'm thinking the next one, my, my eldest daughter actually lives in New South Wales and I've been talking to her about us doing like a combined um, trip down to the Blue Mountains because I haven't actually been there because I'd love to get out there and explore and she's been there and she loves it. So that, that would be my next place to go. Yeah, yeah I lived there for three years before coming Thank here, you. Tracy Ann, so you will like it. Good, good. Well, <laughs> well worthwhile then. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Um, so what are some of your hobbies and how did you get into them? Um, I really like gardening and my parents were really avid gardeners so I guess that's how I sort of got into it and because I enjoy cooking so much I've got quite a big vegetable garden at home so I spend quite a lot of time out there in the garden um, digging and replacing vegetables and I use a lot of that in the cooking I do at home Um I don't mind reading as well. If I can find the time, I'm happy to curl up and read a good book. And I quite like doing, like, different types of craft activities. Um, Like I'm looking at learning how to do mosaics and um, converting an old table at the moment. So different things like that. Oh, yeah. You're a busy lady. What kind of uh, fruits and veggie are you growing? So um, at the moment, I've got some broccoli, cauliflower there, some squash. Um, we've got lettuce and tomatoes growing and some strawberries. Hmm. You're a busy little yeah. camper. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's one thing that can instantly make your day better? I would say if I'm at home, um, I, there's nothing that I love more than just taking off my shoes and just stepping on the fresh grass because it makes me feel grounded and connected to nature and it can just change my whole feeling. Perfect. <laughs> would you rather cook or order in? Uh, I definitely cook. I, re- I quite enjoy cooking. Um, put the radio on, nice glass of wine, and go into my happy place and cook away. Yeah, I love cooking. What's your favourite <laughs> uh, meal to cook, Tracy Ann? Um, I quite like cooking Italian food. Okay. Um, my son really likes um, lasagna, so, yeah, I tend to cook lasagna quite a lot. Um, yeah, all different things, though. Yeah, no, perfect. Nothing wrong with mm. that. Yep. <laughs> um, how do you separate your work life from your home life? I just struggle a little bit with that because this, this job um, tends to be a 24-hour uh, type of job. There's no real set times um, because I am available over weekends if people are, need to start a job and I need to help them get um, I was helping a gentleman um, this weekend just gone. He was starting on the Sunday, so I had to help him get some shoes quickly. Um, and some clothing, so sometimes it can sort of encroach on my weekend a little bit and after hours time. I guess um, I really have to focus on separating it. So if I do have a work office at home and I tend to try and keep everything in that work office um, and when I step out of that, that's my home time. Um, and I try and it's a balancing act, it really is yeah. at times. Yeah, for yeah sure. as you would know, Andrew, because that's what it's like um, in the type of work that we do. Yeah, no, full credit to you, Tracy. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it sounds like your, your work could be a bit stressful. How do you deal with that? Yeah, look, it can be a bit stressful, and and I would say that everyone that works with us would say that because we care, and I think that that's the key factor when you really do care about the people that you're, you're looking after and helping. It can become your their stress can sort of become your stress at times because you're trying to make things better for them. Um, I, I guess the, the main thing that I, I look at doing is um, try to do the best I can, and this is what I say to all the staff that I'm trying to help. Um, you know, go out there, do the best job you can do. That's all that anyone can ask. But at the end of the day, when you when you do get home, you need to have certain activities and be able to close that door so that you can. Care for yourself as well. We can't care for ourselves. We can't care for others. So with, with me, I, I guess it's the cooking again. Like I really enjoy cooking and it takes a lot of stress away. So at the end of the day, cooking a good meal and sitting down to watch a, a movie with my partner, I find that sort of starts to relieve the stress. Yeah, for sure. And like you said, Tracy, and um, in this type of industry that we are in, um, you know, you have to self-care and you've got to learn to sort of uh, switch off because, yeah, y- yeah, you can't focus properly and give your clients the best um, support if you're not looking after yourself. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, no. Who do you admire in the most in the world and why? I, I was sort of thinking about this the other day and I thought well I actually don't think there's any one particular person I think it's more anyone who faces their issues or barriers and puts effort into overcoming them I actually admire a lot of our clients because they have these enormous hurdles um, 
that they have to and barriers that they have to overcome at times um, to achieve the life they desire. So, you know, all the effort that they put in and these these obstacles that they overcome, uh, it's it's really something to be respected and admired. So I, I really do have um, a lot of respect and admiration for them. Yeah, perfect. I agree totally. Yeah. And to finish up before we go on a break, producer Russell's favourite question, Marvel or DC? <laughs> what was it, sorry? Marvel or DC and why? Marvel or DC? Mm. Marvel? Marvel. Mm. Uh, okay. Yeah. Is he talking about the um, the he, movies? Is that yeah, what he's, he's talking, talking about? about? Yeah, his yeah, movies, movies, comics, and comics. so on. Yes, that's yeah, yeah. I thought that that's his um, question to everybody. Um, yeah. yeah, no, that's okay. Um, I actually like that that Marvel series. I just um, like they come out with new things all the time. I find it really exciting. We want to go to the next movie, actually. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. You're getting a yeah. nod of approval, yeah. so uh, yeah, yeah, you've won him over. <laughs> oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> um, Tracy, we want to um, thank you for your um, time today um, and the detailed sort of um, depth you went into for um, the questions. Um, you know, we know you're a busy lady. Um, you're doing fantastic work like the rest of your staff out there. Um, so we really appreciate you taking the time to come on board. I know um, Sarah's enjoyed interviewing you. She's done quite well for her first time, I thought. So, yeah, um, you've done a great job, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, but yeah, thanks very much, Tracy Ann, and hopefully we can catch up with you and the team in the near future and um, yeah, get some more partnerships happening and working for our clients. Yeah, look, look, it sounds great. I can't wait. Thank you so Beautiful. much for um, having me here to speak. Yeah, that's great. Thank you, Tracy Ann. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. That's all we have time for today, listeners. Um, I want to take this opportunity to um, thank my co-host, Sarah, for joining me. Um, I think by, you know, the feedback that we just got from Tracy Ann, she was quite impressed with you. Both myself and Russell are impressed, so you've done pretty well on your first attempt, young lady. So Thank you. You want to come back again? Sure. Sure? Yeah, right. good stuff. Um, also, a big thanks to uh, Tracy Ann from Matchworks too uh, for taking time out of a busy schedule um, to come on and have a chat to us. Um, keep up the great work out there, uh, Tracy Ann and your team. Uh, you're doing great work in your regions. Also, have a safe and enjoyable festive season. Um, special thanks to producer Russell, his management, and to Phoenix Radio and Switch Brisbane for giving us this opportunity and experience. Um, that's all we have time for today on the ICYS Layback Hour. Get set for work program. Be kind, be safe and goodbye.